0: Welcome back, folks, to the season three premiere of Two Brits, One Puck. I'm your host, a complicated man, and a man who was called a legit vampire last week, Dan Masters, with my good friend, the president of the Lone Dry Sidle fan club, and a man who once ate food cooked by prisoners, Well Everett. Will, how are
1: you? Uh, very good, Dan. Who called you a vampire?
0: <laughs> my, my mate Rick. We were playing on a game, and I was talking about my sleeping habits or something like that, And he just said, yeah, that's because you're a vampire. (laughs) And I said, what? And then my other mate, Adam, went, yeah, you are a vampire. And I was just, no, okay then. (laughs) Because I I guess because I'm a nighttime person, I I hate the daytime and I love the nighttime. So
1: maybe that's why. Fair enough. You can't really argue with that, can you?
0: I can't argue with that. All right, let's get into this this week because it's a packed week. I do have a quick question for you. Will, how excited are you for the new season? Less than maybe a week
1: ago. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was excited. I was excited, but then, then you go 0-3 to start the season. <laughs> actually, no, to, to tell a lie, the 0-3 start is really... I'm really quite happy with it. That's um, where it's at
0: these days. You want to be bad until Christmas and then steam through, don't you?
1: Well, it's, especially if you've spent the summer trying to convince people that the team that everyone says is going to be a cup contender is actually not very good. And then they proved to not be very good. So, yeah, I'm perfectly content because I knew the stars were going to be crap. And lo and behold, here they are.
0: <laughs> I love those first week takes.
1: <laughs> Mate, Super hot. Like, first week takes drive me up the bloody wall. Like oh
0: God, I know I agree like, so much. I'm like dude it's not even first week it's first month takes even dragging up the wall.
1: I'm I'm absolutely part of the problem because I need new hockey content every single damn day. I need oh, a yeah. new podcast every day. I need new articles to read every day. I need new tweets to devour every 30 seconds. So, you know, if you want new content, you have to have new opinions on the things that are happening right now. But, jeez louise, it, the Sharks aren't going to carry on being terrible. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to go to the Western Conference Final. Buffalo aren't going to carry on. Like, none of it means anything yet. Mika Z- Zibanejad, yeah, he's got eight points in two games. so That's fantastic. Is he going to end up with 150 points? Probably not. It's, it's just... I get it. I completely get it. But, ugh, mate
0: thing is now as well, is that as the Blues proved last season, the first half of the season, is kind of pointless. It doesn't really mean anything, does it? It's only after Christmas it really means something.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that goes for basically any sport, really. I mean, I don't follow baseball, point. so I don't really know with that mammoth schedule. But I'd imagine it's the same sort of ratio. You know, like, football, don't bother checking the Premier League table until after Christmas, because none of it's like, not enough has happened to cement you in where people are going to end up, and yeah, you know, the for any sport, the teams that go on a run to start the season, they're probably going to you know, regress to the meme sort of thing eventually. So you've got to give it at least a couple of months to shake out and, and get some sense of normality.
0: Yeah, so true. I I thought as well about last season, and I still keep having that oh game seven oh shit, and I just, it just kind of hits me again in the face, and I realize that last season it's like a hockey season, it's like a pregnancy. And then my season last season was a pregnancy and then at the end of the season I actually found out that the baby wasn't mine and my wife had been cheating <laughs> on me and <laughs> my whole world just came crashing down. And now like... I'm back at the point where I'm kind of on the other side and I'm, I'm just thinking, yeah, well, this is the life now. I'm going to get used to it. My wife cheated on me. The baby's not mine but it's a new day and i've just got to get through it
1: <laughs> but in what way does the, the bruins losing game 7 of the stanley cup final like impact your life daily like are you comparing it to like are you going to raise this baby that's not yours in this hypothetical
0: no but it's the same thing i keep, like, keep saying i i yeah, nurtured you've... i nurtured my season for all that time like nurturing a pregnant you know a pregnant wife and you get to the end and it's just a big punch in the gut and you're just like oh god if i if i just if i decided to stay with my pregnant wife i'd look at that baby and i'd still raise that baby but i'd be like oh yeah it's not mine and that's what happens with the bruins in game 7 like i keep saying to you every now and again i'll just be driving somewhere and i'll just go oh shit like that because it just comes back to me in a in a quick flash
1: yeah it's really hard having one of the three best teams in the league to cheer for really isn't it like really hard I said, life.
0: Like I said last year, yeah, it's kind of a, it's beyond first world problems. I don't even know what
1: this is. Old, you have a really hard time sports wise, don't you, Dan? Yeah, you know, what, what was Boston's cheer for and Celtic and yeah, you know, the the most decorated, yeah, you know, the Real Madrid of NFL teams in uh, in the Cowboys. Well, no, no, um, hang
0: on, hang on. I'm not a Patriots fan. That's different. Do you
1: history. Maybe the... hasn't
0: won anything for 25 years.
1: Or even been close. Has it been, Not has even it been that long? Jeez Louise.
0: Yeah. They're just the most well-known team. They're the current Man United, basically. Oh, F- was basically good. They are, but they ain't shit. So,
1: so a bit like Liverpool, really. Yes. Yeah. Like Liverpool
0: were when Man United were really good. It was That was Liverpool. They're just living on past glories. And that's what all Dallas Cowboys fans do now. They just live on past glory. Saying, oh, we've won five Super Bowls. Yeah, but we haven't actually been anywhere near it for 25 years. So how good is it, really?
1: You should probably be a Canadians fan then, shouldn't you?
0: Well, that's the show for this week, folks. I'm off to <laughs> run down to Norwich to punch well in the face. So, <laughs> <laughs> before fisticuffs do ensue, should we get on with the show?
1: We probably should <laughs> before we fall out. <laughs>
0: Buddy, I know you've missed it. It is that time of the week. It is the smooth recap. Tom Wilson, after getting chirped by Rob Brindamore in a preseason game, loses his temper and gets a 10 minute penalty trying to fight the entire Hurricanes bench. The funny thing is, Wilson thinks that coaches chirping players is uncalled for. Pot, please meet Kettle.
1: A big week for the older generation coming out of semi-retirement, with Patrick Marlowe swapping his pension check for one with a Sharks logo on instead. The 40-year-old winger has surely improved a great deal since being bought out over the summer. A new segment within our own
0: segment is the Sportsnet quote of the week, which was that Austin Matthews was the 1A behind Conor McDavid. Karma heads have since prevailed, and now the pant dropper is only being listed as the second coming of Jesus.
1: The internet has a long memory, though it wasn't needed when Twitter users dug up an LA Kings post mocking the Washington Nationals of the MLB for going 8-2 down against the LA Dodgers. The Kings lost their tilt with the Vancouver Canucks a mere three days after that score-based barb, with their demise coming in a matching 8-2 loss.
0: The NHL, still being seen as the Neanderthal Hockey League, is evident this week as the Red Wings defeat the Stars 4-3 with Anthony Manthering up as he scores all four goals.
1: Forget the last king of Scotland, we've just lost the last king of not having signed an RFA deal land, as Julius Honka signs a JYP of the Finnish Liga. Honka's deal has an NHL out clause which allows him to return to the league at any point within the season, unlike Dan's contract which requires him to remain with me and my terrible jokes ad infinitum.
0: Rumours on toilet doors that Keith Yandel can go all night every night are proven to be true, <laughs> as the Panthers D man suits up for his 800th consecutive game.
1: Emergency services are delighted to announce that missing Calgary man James Neal has been found alive and well. Furthermore, they regretfully share the news of Milan Lucic also being found alive and well.
0: Barry Kapanen, believing he is out on a Sunday stroll, hates the Habs so much he treats them like dogs. Evidence of this is him throwing a stick for Jeff Petrie to play fetch with.
1: In what world is Sven Berchie waived and sent to the AHL while Jay Beagle is allowed to exist in the big leagues while dumping pucks in on a breakaway? The season is already ruined, people. And that was your Smooth Recap.
0: All right, so there's going to be a few things we're going to touch on there later, so we'll leave that there
1: for now. <laughs> let it let it fester for a little bit.
0: Yeah, let it sell. Let it sell. All right then, who's winning the, in the first week? Will who is winning the Stanley Cup?
1: Ilya Mikheyev is going to win the Stanley Cup for his love of soup. <laughs> and he's going to drink soup
0: out of the cup. Is that
1: going to be? The it, of, of of course, that's the only yeah. reason he wants the cup. He's like, that's the only rece- uh, receptacle that's uh, receptacle receptacle. Hey, Receptable, large enough to house my soup needs. You know the Artemy Panarin story a bit. The fact that he's from like the middle of like the Urals in Russia, and he's just super, super bumpkiny. Yeah, it feels like the sort of thing that he would have. He should be coming out with, you know like just this little farm boy from the middle of Russia coming over. Like, where's all the soup, man? Like, not, not this trendy young man, Ilya Mikheyev. But it's it's nice that you know he's not taking after his fellow countrymen's extracurricular pursuits.
0: It's a sh- I feel it's a shame, really, that we're not going to have our first openly gay relationship in the NHL between McKayev and Panarin. Because I feel that <laughs> Breadman and Soupman, they, they're like a match made in heaven, right?
1: Okay, it can still be like a budding bromance, though, can't it?
0: Actually, actually, yeah, it could be a bromance, actually. It could be a bromance. My win in the Cup this week is the Golden Knights, who seemingly do everything right. And they've already got the best rivalry in the NHL after only being in the league for two years, after a, a brawl broke out in the preseason game after Arundel fucking hip-checked Mark Stone. It was amazing. There was 114 penalty minutes in that game,
1: which was just... Really? Jesus yes. Christ.
0: How could you not love the Vegas Golden Knights? Fantastic.
1: I was just thinking earlier today that like, I keep forgetting that this is only their third season.
0: It's insane. It's insane. And that Sharks rivalry is now the best rivalry in the league, team-by-team-wise, and they've been in the league for two years. Yeah, I think like, like I said, like because they played each other in the playoffs the past two years, there's now history there. Both teams now are kind of playing with chips on their shoulders. So I feel that yeah, okay, other other rivalries, Battle of Alberta, Habs Bruins, Kings Ducks as well. There's all of those, but right now, you give me a choice, put on Night Sharks. That's what I'm gonna watch.
1: You, you know, what, rivalry didn't get enough time to you know cement itself, and, and doesn't get talked about enough. It's not a few years ago now. But do you remember that couple of years stretch where Tampa Bay and Detroit were playing in the playoffs all the time? Yes, that's true. Those were some nasty games. Proper nasty. And just one of those proper, like, why do these teams... Yeah, it's good that they hate each other this much, but why the (laughs) fuck (laughs) turn to the Lightning (laughs) and the Red Wings hate each other so much? The good old days, Dan.
0: The good old days. Alright, who's getting relegated?
1: I've got two teams to relegate, and they're sort of relegated. Not really a relegation, it's more like a disqualification. Okay, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna relegate the Jets and the Penguins for not actually having complete <laughs> NHL teams, <laughs> especially the Penguins. Have you seen they've been rocking around with ten skaters? It's no, 10 uh, ten, ten forwards and D. Like they've got nine D-men on their roster and haven't because of injuries, haven't got enough forwards to. to and you know, it's not like they're out there running seven D and and getting a D-man to. to dressed as a winger, and it's like, nah, stuff it. let's just go with three lines.
0: I feel as though the Penguins and the Jets in forty terms are in administration and they can't afford to pay players. So they, they, You know, you'll hear stories where it's like, oh, they only had three subs today because they haven't got any players they can't afford to sign anybody. It's essentially this. The Penguins and the Jets right now are in administration and they need someone to no, buy them out and save them.
1: No, it's like they're... It's like they've named a, a Champions League squad or whatever, but <laughs> 15 of the players are goalies. <laughs> or well, they're not registered in time or something so they can't Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like they haven't got the visas for whoever's coming in it's <laughs> mental absolutely insane. mental dude that that, that jet's decor against the pen <laughs> <was> absolutely <laughs> ridiculous I, I don't like to wish ill or, or pain or misfortune onto other people but was I filled with glee when I saw Josh Morrissey was injured <laughs> yes I was <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is true it's a, it's a sickness and I get the same kind of thing Is when, when things are going bad for teams I want them to keep getting worse and worse and oh. worse not in a horrible like you say okay Josh Morris is injured you know, I don't mean to fracture his leg or something but I hope he has a bad cold or just not feeling up he's got a migraine or something I want to see things like that keep happening because it's just insane and it just seems to happen all the time to teams they just get this run of bad luck and they can't get out of it
1: fucking Neil peon, number one team man <laughs> I know just mad just mad
0: my uh, relegation this week is very simple I'm relegating really the New York Islanders because James Neal scored four goals. What more do I need? <laughs> that's it. I, I, I present you Exhibit A. In that, that, case closed,
1: I will. No, let's, let's not oh. relegate every team that's had a player score four goals in them already because that would be very, <laughs> very unfair.
0: Let's move on. How many starts you got?
1: Uh, I've got a pair.
0: Oh, you go. You go first.
1: So my first one is a chap called Brent Pearson who is uh, an educator in, uh, in Missouri, I believe in St. Louis itself, uh, for his incredible bes- bespoke blues suit. Have you seen this suit, Dan?
0: Oh, I think I did.
1: I it's, think... Uh, it's that horrendous 90s blues jersey that they're bringing back as like a, an alternate this year <gasps> yes, with the red yes. sort of diagonal bit, and it's just got that pattern in suit form and he's teaching with it and he, I think he did like a history of the blues for his for the last lesson he did before opening night and power to you Brent it was a beautiful suit
0: my first starter is Mika Zabinijad who's opening a rest not for his hockey by the way he's opening a restaurant in Sweden with his brothers and they are donating proceeds of all burgers sold to women's hockey in the country which is on the back of obviously the women's team declaring they're boycotting boycotting upcoming training camps and the Five Nations tournament, hoping to instill the same, I guess, movement and situation like the US women's team did, where they then finally started to get real equipment and weren't treated like second rate. So good on you Mika, good dude.
1: Big up you Mika. big up you. Yeah. Uh my second one is gonna be Luke Glenn Denning. Dan, do you follow Prashanth Iyer or Iyer on um on Twitter?
0: Don't and again I've seen this somewhere I, I but go on.
1: So he um he does a bit of this and that for the Athletic. He writes for Wingy in Motown, the uh, S B Nation for Detroit. Uh and his site is meta hockey. He just posted a um a career summary for Luke Glen from uh, from our boy Michael McCurdy's site from Hockey Biz, just showing his impacts from two thousand fifteen to, to this season. Luke Glendening's actually really good. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but he's actually ridiculously good. He's he's had an average of of plus 9% effects on on offense, and a whopping minus 18% on uh, on shots against (laughs) the geezers like the second coming of Pavel Datsyuk. (laughs) <laughs> Luke, Luke Lendening is probably better than Austin Matthews.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout out to Micah, friend. We can we can now say friend of the Fra- show, friend Michael of the show. McCurdy. Yeah, friend of the show, Micah McCurdy, still doing God's work apparently, and that God is Luke Lendening.
1: <laughs> bow bow down to to your boy Luke.
0: My second star this week is a bit at our left field, and I hope you've seen this though. But my second starter is Colleen Rooney. Well. Mm. I don't know if you've seen this story, but
1: I'm sure have. Again,
0: it's not hockey, but for those of you who are not aware, Colleen Rooney is footballer Wayne Rooney's wife, and she was concerned that some private stories of hers were being leaked <laughs> to the Sun newspaper, which is a piece of shit, trash newspaper we have in this country. And if you ever see one, please do burn it, set fire, you know, and throw it off a train, throw it in the river. Anything you want to do, just don't read it. It's a piece of shit. So she found out that somebody she trusted was leaking media stories. Like a private detective or somebody from the Scooby-Doo gang, she started blocking certain people and certain stories on her private Instagram. And then she'd leak certain ones to certain people. And she was playing this huge cat and mouse kind of 4D chess game with all of her friends until she narrowed it right down and found the exact person. And allegedly, it is another football player, Jamie Vardy. It's apparently his wife who's been leaking these stories. Colleen was putting out fake stories about gender selection of their next baby in Mexico and floods in the places in their house. And it worked. she worked out that essentially in the end, the only person who knew all of these stories was Rebecca Vardy, allegedly. And it's, uh, she put it out there for the world to see. And even the way she posted it at the end, so she wrote this whole thing down, it's probably like four or five paragraphs, and at the end wrote, it's dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy. And it's just amazing. I it, I I love this story so much.
1: It's absolutely beautiful. There was a bit of um, worlds colliding today as I was. I'd, I'd read this story as as every good Englishman does. Anything to do with football and wags. Then I was reading Sean Shapiro's mailbag, the uh, the beat writer for the Stars on on the Athletic. And there was a question about uh, about what Colleen Rooney had done in the mailbag. <laughs> so I was, why not? Why not? Unfortunately Sean is a is an avid Spurs fan, so i I'd have to legally hate him. But um mental. Absolutely mental. All uh, all due respect to Colleen Rooney. Surprised and impressed. Very <laughs> do you know, do
0: you know, I don't I don't love this story because it's the wives I couldn't give a shit about the wives and girlfriends. I'm one of those people I genuinely don't care about them. You know, do your own thing. Like you're married to a footballer, great, whatever, that's you know, well done you. But I am just massively, massively impressed that she... Like I say, she's playing this 4D chess game with all of her friends. The mental fortitude to keep all of these leaked stories going and fake stories truthful to certain people and not other people. Tell you, I think she's been massively underestimated. (laughs) She's a genius.
1: I'd I'd love to see all the evidence. I don't know. (laughs) Like a
0: giant board, bits of string going to certain places and pictures. Like... (laughs)
1: yeah like how is she is you know are these instagram stories just like I don't know, a, a black background and then like a bunch of text or whatever saying oh we've just had a flood or has she gone to great lengths of like really zooming in on the bath like oh no my my basement she's, like
0: she's like the jackal. she's like i've got to fly to cuba tomorrow to take a picture yeah. like what she's like smuggling smuggling people in she's hiding things in suitcase secret recordings and
1: stuff i love it <laughs> She, yeah, she's like buying plane tickets to, to Mexico and taking photos of them and stuff like that.
0: And then not using them, just giving them to someone on the street. <laughs> ah, whatever. Do you want
1: to go to Mexico? Do you, do you want to go and have your, your baby's gender selected? Yeah, hey, all right.
0: Oh, it's fabulous. A great story.
1: Pa- a great story. Power to her. Power to her.
0: A power to her. All right, how many scratches you got?
1: Oh, I've got a pair again.
0: I've got a pair. Okay, you got first. I've only got one.
1: Okay, I'm going to scratch Jay Beagle.
0: Because
1: <laughs> that... That play. Like, let's let's get into it a bit more for anyone who hasn't seen it. It was it was opening night. Can I just quickly just
0: quickly before Sorry. we carry on? If you haven't seen this, Will's going to explain it, but you still have to go and look at it. Okay, that's just the thing. You have to see this play. So off you go, Will.
1: So so what Jay Beagle did for for anyone who hasn't seen and and if you haven't seen it, please go and watch it because I'm not going to do it enough justice by describing it. And even if you do understand completely what I've, what I describe, it still isn't going to be quite as good as seeing the real thing. So the Oilers have a period of sustained pressure in, in the Canucks zone. And uh, Beagle intercepts a D-to-D pass, knocks it forward into the neutral zone. It's about the red line. He's got a step on the two D-men who haven't even turned to start chasing him yet. That's how quickly this has happened. All alone in the neutral zone, just about to pass over the red line. He has a breakaway. There's no D-men left, unsurprisingly, between him and Mike Smith. And instead of carrying on on a breakaway like a normal human being... Like normal NHL caliber player who gets paid three million dollars a season, J. Beagle dumps the puck, Dan. He has a clear breakaway, and not even not a partial breakaway. It's not like if he carries on, he's gonna he's gonna have the foot speed and beat someone. He is away. He's you know he's got as many NHL defensemen chasing him as I do right now, and he uh, he still likes <laughs> to dump the puck. And for me, Dan, that's just unacceptable behavior. Like the he shouldn't be scratched, he should have his bloody contract terminated by the bloody NHLPA it should be, look, Jay thanks for your service mate, but um, you're embarrassing us now, so uh, off your fuck.
0: Thanks but no thanks
1: Yeah, you've uh, you've had your time, now uh, back to the CHL with you.
0: A bad week for the Vancouver Canucks, as I'm scratching Jim Benning as previously Ooh. mentioned in the Smooth Recap, sending Sven Birchie down through waivers uh, as Jim Benning said that they have enough skilled players already, so why would you need more skill on your team? Who cares? And then Daniel Wagner at pass it to Beulis pointed out that Elias Pettersson makes nine hundred twenty-five grand, Quinn Hughes makes nine hundred seventeen grand, Thatcher Demko makes a million, and combined the fourth line makes thirteen point four million. So
1: great, just just great for the Canucks there. I don't know how they're getting better when. Love <laughs> Wave. Well, I don't know. What if Jake Vertana has an absolute breakout and starts banging in goals left, right, and centre? Is he going to get sent down?
0: Well, yeah. Well, because you don't want too much skill, do you? We know this is a no. As well, I told you, as we saw last year. You know, you got to play some big boy hockey in the playoffs, as Pat
1: Maroon said. You know, <sighs> there's, there's still room for big boy <sighs> <God>. hockey.
0: <laughs> too much skill? What the fuck? God,
1: <sighs> I I haven't formulated a good enough argument for it, but it's really been playing on my mind recently. How obsessed with physicality this sport is, and how how regressive it is so so Dan say you've got a team yeah yeah go on you've got a team you've got all all your positions are filled out so apart from left wing yeah yeah. yeah. so you've you've got four centres you've got four right wingers you've got all your D and your goalies you've got four left wingers and you've got two choices right go on you can either have four Johnny Goudreaux as your left wingers yeah heard of him or you can have or you can have two Johnny Goudreaux yeah or you can have two Pat Maroon uh, and two Pat Maroons. Which, which do you think you'd have more success with?
0: You see, the thing is, well, you don't want too much skill, do you? <laughs> you know, I feel, oh, you know, because the regular season, Will, is just for show. There's an old saying in darts, trebles for show, doubles for dough. And I feel that when you get to the playoffs, you just need those big bodies, Will. You need you know what you need? You need somebody who's good in the room. You need somebody who knows how to win. <laughs> Essentially, here's what is right. Essentially, what Jing Benning said was, he said that this squad of players who, and I can't work out if it's luck or or skill that they've drafted and the young players they've found and nurtured, or who maybe in some cases have just fallen to them very luckily, they essentially have too good a team right now. And they don't want that good a team.
1: Well, the, the beautiful thing about that as well, Dan, is if I gave you the opportunity to name five highly skilled NHL teams... How many of them would be the Vancouver Canucks <laughs> with or without Sven Berchi? Also, a fantastic point. It's it's not like it's it's not like the uh, the the Lightning scratching Anton Volkov because they want to play Pat Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've uh, we've got our one line and our bottom nine. Uh, we <laughs> haven't got any room for you, Sven Berchi. Oh, mate, he keeps, you keep know, it's to Jim Benning's credit. You keep surprising us with how dumb he is.
0: <laughs> Good thing is I've not signed him to an extension. Oh, all right, never mind. Anyway.
1: Christ. My other scratch is also, um, well, I was going to say front office. Would you count a coach as part of the front office? Uh,
0: no, I think they're on an island by themselves, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah fair enough, fair enough. Anyway. A middle management, bag- how about that? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch noted middle manager Mike Babcock for playing Cody Cece 24 <laughs> minutes a night uh, more than Morgan Riley or Tyson Barry or Jay Musum for that matter. You've lost it, Mike.
0: Did you see that Hab? Did you see that first Hab's goal the other night? Like Max Dummy? No. Just- Is it Max Dummy? Honestly, I mean Cece just was. I sw- I made the joke on Twitter. That it showed Austin Matthews trying to shoot past that dummy. And I said, to oh, him, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, Cody CC blocking shots already or something like that. He honestly looks like that. Like Domi just skated right in front in front of the net, and Cece just stood there and let him do it. And I was just like, oh my god, what are you doing? Maybe he'll get better, but I doubt it. He hasn't yet.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to pile on Cece specifically. It's um, but you will. It's, it's more. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it is more about like Babcock's just relentless desire to overplay players <laughs> that should, shouldn't be overplayed.
0: Crazily, yeah. crazily, just as I was watching a... Um, as I mentioned before, like, I enjoyed the Overdrive show on TSN. I think it's decent. And they were talking... The, the headline was ridiculous. And I, had to, I, I watched the video because I knew it would annoy me. That's because it was should Nylander play when it's six on five? Should he be one of the six in a six on five? And they were talking that the other night against... Uh, when they lost to the Blues... Nealander was, had in their opinion, been the best player on the ice, but Babcock didn't have him on for the six-on-five, and they were saying Babcock has his ideas in his head, and that's it, and he doesn't change it. Yeah. And they were saying it, that we, they, they were just saying like we don't understand why, we don't get why he was the best player, so get him on the ice. It doesn't matter if, because they're saying well Tavares and Marner are on the ice, but neither of them kind of really did much in the game, so they were saying well why can't he just be more flexible, just get Neilander out there. It doesn't matter how much you paying the guys. Guy scoring goals, game on the ice. You know, he's—I don't know—but yeah, it is a Babcock thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, like, it's followed him all throughout his career, like overplaying, bottom six players, just because they're they're safe and they're hardworking and they're gritty and stuff like that. He's always talking about grit and jams and all that bollocks. Like, I feel for William D. Lander because that—that's not going to be the end of it. I feel, I feel he's going to be underappreciated and underutilized throughout his whole career as a Maple Leaf, at least until until Babcock goes.
0: All right, then let's get on to some news. We are going to do a little, a uh, few predictions. We'll do those towards the end of the show, and we have a new game for Will coming oh, up. Oh, which... oh, yeah, <laughs> mate. I honestly, you need to hear the sting I've put together for this for this little bit, the little prelude before we do man versus eight-year-old. Spoilers, spoiler alert. But yeah, we'll get to that later. Let's start off with the Kane. This happened pre-season, obviously, but we're now back to a weekly schedule, obviously. But this was in the two weeks into recorded. He gets a three-game suspension after shoving a linesman who stepped in before a scuffle had even broke out. Kane was just skating over to a player and a linesman jumped in. Will, what do you think about this?
1: Yeah, I mean, automatic suspensions are automatic suspensions, aren't they? There's not really a lot you can do about it. I thought it was a bit, it was a bit of a weird situation. He just, just gets so...
0: <sighs> but I get why they do no, it. They I, don't I, I, think he's I don't know if I'd say they, they have, have to wacky. do it. I think he is. I, I think in that situation... I think it's a bit like why'd you have to wrestle me i I'm just he was just skating over to the guy. He wasn't no no gloves had been dropped, no nothing. They could have to jaw jack, and then the linesman comes jumping in like he's Mills Lane or something.
1: But like to an extent, like hockey players have to know that linesmen do that, especially more and more nowadays. That if it was all just about that slash that you tried to get on England, that's that's not and he slashed a that. That would be unlucky. <laughs> he slashes a ref. <laughs> to be fair, though, like what he he slashes England quite viciously and then tries to skate back at him in the preseason. And the Lions was just trying to stop a fight. Like That's par for the course nowadays. Of Trying to stop a fight in the back half of the third period in a 5-1 game in the preseason. I don't think he was unlucky, really, to be honest. Obviously, there was no like um, intent for him to... Maul the linesman or anything like that, but Kane got too hit up about it. He shouldn't have been disp- disp- dispensed, suspended, suspended. But those are the rules, you know. What I mean, if it was a, yeah, if it was no, more of a free, that. if it like you know if it wasn't an automatic suspension, then he shouldn't have been suspended. And I imagine he probably wouldn't have been suspended. But it is an automatic suspension, so. Pff, and I do think the league
0: has shown some leniency because he could have got ten, really. I mean, for league, yeah, if be it's, a league wanted super serious, they were like, well, you've touched an official. You just can't do that. It's 10, automatic. That's the like, thing. Well, I guess so they did show him some leniency, I guess.
1: If he'd have got 10, that would have been ridiculous. Yes. But he needs to be more restrained in that sort of situation. You know what I mean? Because like, he, he does lose his head. He's absolutely, he'd lost it, even in the build-up to it. Like, he's skating around mid-ice and he's like, drawing off and he's absolutely cooked, like the, the nights of bloody living in his kitchen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure, and then the best thing was obviously Ryan Reeves throwing shade at Van der Kane as those two, uh, those two behemoths do not get on. Ryan Reeves was interviewed and said Van der Kane shouldn't have let a linesman take him down, and maybe he should spend more time in the gym. Which was just, obviously, with a big grin on his face. It's just fabulous. I love
1: it. Which is easy to say when you are the uh, the dictionary definition of a beefcake like Van der Kane is. Sorry, <laughs> Ryan Reeves is.
0: Which brings us on to another. Rivalry, which was budding and blossomed again, is Drew Doughty versus Matthew Kachuk.
1: Drew Doughty does not like you. Uh, this is a rivalry that goes back to March of 17 when you uh, gave him an elbow. Um, and as recently as March of last season, two years later, Doughty said he had no respect for you, would never talk to you off the ice. How thick is your skin when it comes to Drew Doughty's harsh thoughts on you? It goes right in one ear out the other. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to Tuesday's game. Right. But has it ever crossed your mind that maybe you should show a Norris trophy winner and a Stanley Cup champion more respect? Mm-hmm. I show Gio respect, he's a Norris trophy winner. Okay. I like that.
0: Why hasn't it been squashed between the two between the two of you and it could have easily been if one of you guys even complimented each other but that's not. it seems like
1: that's not gonna happen.
0: Well I think we both know who the better player is, so if he wants to compliment me first, then I'll give him one back. Which, fabulously, fabulously, came to a head in the game as well. You have two players, George, jack in before a game, and then the game happens, and it can be, like, dull or boring, or they don't get involved just perfectly. Did you see Matthew Kachuk's goal?
1: No, I didn't see the goal. I, uh, I saw Drew Doughty saying some uh, unsavory things after scoring his own goal.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, Kachuk did the... So of puck came to him, he batted it to himself and then knocked it in on the full. And then, of course, Drew Doughty scores the OT winner, goes over to the crowd, shouts various things at them and then celebrates at centre-rights like Hulk Hogan.
1: <laughs> I, do, I haven't seen the Hulk Hogan celebration. Because <laughs> yeah, he he'd like, his you know, jersey off.
0: No, no, did the circle and then, like, cupped his ear.
1: Oh, bad boy. Oh, yeah, there you go. What an absolute bad boy. him, a shot, he scores! Drew Downey with the answer! Kings win it in overtime here in Calgary. It looked like the Kings wrote act number one. It looked like the Flames came back and had act number two. But the finale, the thing that gets the Kings two points, and Drew goes with the, let me hear ya! <laughs> Not that I want to particularly promote this kind of stuff, <laughs> Sh- shouting something on dick to the fans. <laughs> so- <laughs> so childish it's so <laughs> childish <laughs> oh what's what a twat. It's, it's just good to have these like actual passionate inter player rivalries and stuff like yes, especially exactly. where it's not it's not getting to the point where you know people are getting fucking assaulted you know what i mean like, exactly
0: this is the best way George out before the game talk shit about each other then go on the ice, and then do something cool. So next time, you've got to play harder. Don't go on the ice and start swinging sticks at each other or getting into fights, because that's pointless. You're not going to do each other any favours. Go on the ice, do something better, do something cool. And it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect.
1: There's nothing I love more in sports than a very disrespectful uh, celebration, and that's <laughs> the best way to get back an opponent. <laughs>
0: Brings us back to Edibairo, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, mate. I get but there are certain situations that I don't love it
0: that it's yes, not acceptable, Sorry well, of course, but who would have thought two years ago? who would have thought two years ago that the two of the best rivalries in the game would be Shark's Knights and King's Flames, and it all comes down to players sort of doing it and talking to each other and jaw jacking. It's
1: absolutely amazing. It's just the best and I wonder if we're gonna see it more and more where like you know players are taking promotion of themselves and promotion of the game into their own hands a bit more, so I it's gonna. So. Sort of surface and and allow for situations like this to, to come about more naturally.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I hope so. I hope so because it's just uh, it's just going to be fabulous.
1: And I love just, like the well, what's the age difference between Doughty and and Kachuk? like? Doughty's been in the league for like about
0: seven years, eight
1: years. Is this? this is it. Like like Doughty was a rookie when Kachuk was like ten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it anyway. But Drew Doughty said something like, "Well, if he says something nice first, I'll say something nice back." <laughs> I just love the pettiness. It's so good. I'm, a, I'm here for all the. I said it a million times. I'm here for NHL pettiness. I can't wait.
1: It's it's what the sport is lacking, and and yeah, you'd have thought that this sort of stuff would breed more naturally anyway. But oh, I just hope this is the uh, the the dawn of a new age in yeah NHL spitefulness.
0: I do want to mention quickly, I don't know if anybody saw this or not, but there's a Wes McCauley video that Sportsnet put out on YouTube, which is really good. Really good. It's not like one of those, you know, crazy compilation videos or anything like that. It's just him talking about why he became a ref and stuff. And I thought oh, I'd shit. mention it because I don't know, I'm not sure how many people have seen it. I only saw it, what, I can't remember. I saw it on the Sportsnet website. I didn't see it on Twitter or anything. They might have put it on there, but I didn't see it. But he was talking about his father, John, and all that kind of thing. And his his father was an NHL ref. And he had to stop doing it because a disgruntled fan sucker punched him in a bar. And as Wes's, uh, Wes McCauley's father goes down, he hits his eye socket on the corner of a table. Oh, mate! And it messed up his eye so much that he couldn't ref anymore. And Wes McCauley said, "Well, yeah, you know," and he, was, he had to stop refing at something like thirty because a disgruntled fan sucker punched him after a game.
1: That's horrendous.
0: I know, but it's a great it's a great video about Wes and you know what he, you know his preparation and why he does it and why he loves it and that kind of thing. because he's the best.
1: Why is it so cool? Sucker so, punches are no Joke like there, there's this um proper proper nasty club in Margate called Kabuki, and um <laughs> <laughs> so Kabuki is yeah, so, a little
0: Japanese wrestler.
1: Is it? Well, I, I thought a Kabuki was like a Japanese thing. Like it
0: is, but a there's a there's, brothel, there. there's no Japanese wrestler called the Great Kabuki. And knowing that there's a <laughs> is it a roller team or a hockey team?
1: No, no it's a great club like a like oh. a night club. Oh, no. and. <laughs>
0: When you said a club, I thought it was like a hockey club.
1: It's like a hockey club. No, 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 like a nightclub. Oh, no, no. I was like, "Well, why is there a hockey club called Kabuki?" That makes no sense. Oh, mate, that's a bad boy hockey team name. The Margate Kabukis. You
0: know we did around, You know we did like bounce around the world. It should have been like the
1: Tokyo Kabukis or something oh, like that. Oh,
0: mate, <laughs> I bet it's got to be there so somewhere.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> sorry, come on, mate, go on. That's
1: all right. I'm sorry. This uh, this story's going to get a bit darker. So nasty club oh, on on Margety Seafront. Yeah, Giza. <laughs> this isn't funny at all. Giza gets sucker punched drops hits his head on the pavement and, uh, and he died
0: dude it's why I've done my absolute b- even when I was like young and dumb and doing all manner of stupid shit drugs drinking everything I would do my absolute damnedest to avoid ever getting in a fight because I just had visions of myself doing exactly that sucker punching a guy or pushing him or something and he just falls over and that's it and then you're done
1: yeah manslaughter see you later like- yeah exactly and and even if you don't go down for it, like that's on your conscience forever. Exactly, exactly. See, so yeah, kids, don't uh, don't sucker punch people, and um, yeah, don't sucker punch people and be a dick. Yeah, even if you're wearing ice skates and uh, and have a stick in your hand, and you <laughs> I was going to really say, cool.
0: if you're going to fight somebody, put on some ice skates, get some gear on, get on the ice, and start fighting then, where it's meant to be done.
1: <laughs> Make like consensual fighting, whatever. If you want to do it, that's what yeah. consent's all about. But uh, exactly, sucker suck punching people. Absolutely not! If you sucker punch someone, you're a sucker, Dan. Is uh, that's why they call them sucker punches.
0: The Pittsburgh Penguins are in deep doo doo, as we discussed earlier.
1: <laughs> at this point, oh, they have. Yes. I think.
0: I think at this point they're just an AHL team, with Sidney Crosby, Matt Murray, and Chris Letang playing for them.
1: I don't, well, I don't, Matt Murray is, a, is an NHL goalie but that's a, that's a different oh, question okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god oh, they've got six people on LTIR and they st- still have a they're still over the cap <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise
0: that I didn't know it's that
1: oh okay. wait no no sorry I'm I'm misreading things Okay, yeah. So they're like, they're at the cap because of oh LTIR. God, but still, okay.
0: But still, Malkin <sighs> and Bukestad—the two latest that are both out week to week. I don't know what happened to Bukestad, but did you see Malkin. Did you see what happened to Malkin? That was really weird. No, no, I didn't. Okay, so I... he was he was skating back, and he just he bare. It looked like he barely touched Chris Letang and seemed to trip over his skate. And all he did, he just took a knee. One of his knees went down. Not even hard. He just seemed to take a knee and then that was it he was just like oh I, I can't get up I've really done something here one of the weirdest one of the weirdest long term injuries I've seen because it's obviously he's week to week so if you find a video of it take a look because I, I, I have no idea what he did
1: well they say he's going to be gone for about a month don't they? which is um, yeah not ideal not ideal I, I wouldn't say
0: penguins right now I mean god Crosby's going to have to do absolute bits for the mini this season to get the oh, mini mate, way it's, in it's, here.
1: it's over It's over, like not not being funny. Obviously, they've had some uh, serious misfortune with injuries and stuff. It's over for Jim Rutherford, isn't it? Or it should be at the very least.
0: It should be. How long? How long does two cups get you? That's
1: the thing, isn't it? That I think it's got him this far, and that's about as far as it should take him. Like the geezers lost it. Like he can't even manage a roster, let alone produce a good team.
0: Do you reckon he goes first or Sullivan goes first? Uh, How often do we see it? How often do we see GMs? I better get rid of the coach then, or it's me. So off you go.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's whether Rutherford's lucid enough to pull that trigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe you'll try and trade Mike Sullivan for a bottom-parent defenceman. For
1: for, yeah, for Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's a savage four injuries to have, though. Brian Rust, Malkin. Uh, and Alex Kalchenjak. Dude, that's that's arguably four members of your top six.
0: That's it though. God. That's that age thing, dude. Catches up to you. It's one of the, if he was if he does that when he's twenty, he just gets up and carries on and he's fine. But wear and tear, like we said a million times, the drop off is humongous. One day you are perfectly perfectly fine, and you get to a certain age, and the next day a little thing, and that's it, and that's it.
1: Mate, you talk about a certain age. Like what's Malkin now, like 32?
0: Yeah, but in hockey years, he's what,
1: like 63 or something? The wearing today Yeah, box. yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah. Still, uh, that's still... He's 33! Evgeny Malkin's 33, that's mental. There you go, you
0: see.
1: He's legally dead.
0: Fuck. <laughs> basically, He's basically a skeleton out there at this point.
1: Mate, I hope I never turn 33, bloody hell. Moving on. <laughs> 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 Let's
0: get this in quickly. Who's going to be the next goalie from the Premiership to lace up the skates? Well, to uh, <sighs> to play for the for, play for the team, to play for a team in the fourth tier of English hockey as Petr check is going to be turning out.
1: It's not. It's not Phoenix. a fourth tier, is it? Are they I
0: the fourth tier? I
1: thought they were second tier. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was I was texting you yesterday, wasn't I? I'm saying I've got like the the hottest takes that have ever, ever oh, yeah. existed. I yeah, know oh, they're, they they're in the third, third tier. <laughs> third Because it's, it's like a conference north and south sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, so I just um... put
0: the difference in. Okay, so we're both right. Well done, us. <laughs> um,
1: so I'd, I'd, I hadn't read the headline properly, and I thought he'd signed with the uh, the Guildford Flames. So I thought he'd gone straight oh. into the Elite League. <laughs> At which point I was going to say, this is, this is just a mockery of British <laughs> ice hockey. Like a geezer who, who's never played professionally. <laughs> A Just ready. In. Oh, I was, I was it's, buzzing it's to, to rip it. Cool. No, that's, that's fine because he's. I I remember reading about Czech being a light hockey goalie like donkeys years ago in like four four two when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and he, he. I think he plays in charity games every summer and stuff like that. He's Mate, a part unit
0: as well, isn't he? So it's not like he's a. He's a big.
1: He's a big lad. He's a big, big lad. Dude.
0: And is he going to wear his protective helmet underneath his goalie mask?
1: He over the goalie mask, surely. <laughs> You can't put it
0: under. <laughs> Either way, he's he got <laughs> to wear it, doesn't he? On top. <laughs> a pucks at him. Oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, but he had to wear it for football. How many times you get hit in the head if you're a goalie, really, in football? I mean, his was a freak accident. If people are dinging pucks at your head at 70 miles an hour, that ain't good, is it?
1: Yeah, He'll but he's still, wearing a, he's still wearing a lid, though, isn't he? Like The point of the football helmet was he, it was either that or not wear a helmet.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, true. I think the best thing is, is that When it's time for practice, everyone's turning up in a a transit van or sharing a three-door Toyota Yaris, and he rocks up in his Lamborghini or his Ferrari. The backup goalie's like, the backup goalie's like stinking rich.
1: (laughs) Such a, like, imagine. Absolutely imagine.
0: It's five minutes still training. Where's Petter? Oh, he comes in his helicopter. (laughs) He's flying in. He's flying in. He's just been to Paris for the weekend. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, Peter. We're we're playing away uh, uh, at Ricky this weekend. Okay, what times the uh, what times the plane leaving? Uh... <laughs> uh... Oh God! Which
0: Hilton am I staying in again? <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know what to tell you, mate. It's a uh...
1: it's a bit annoying. We've got, we've
0: got an old, dilapidated school bus to share. We're sleeping in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to brag, Dan. I have friends who play in that league. Cause I'm very, ve- I'm
0: very, very cool. Big Willy name dropper.
1: I'm, I'm very, very cool. Shout out to uh, to Liam playing for the uh, the Haringey Huskies. Shout out. Bit of a traitor. Should be playing for the Mustangs, but what can you do? It's, it's a bit annoying because it, it used to be a not, a, not a claim to fame, but cool. That have you ever heard of Ashley Jackson? No. No, I not I, I had neither. But he's um uh, Olympic field hockey player from, oh, okay. from Kent, from Gillingham in Kent. And every now and again, when he wasn't playing in you know the, the premiership over in India or whatever, he'd come back and play for the local NHL ice hockey team, the Dynamos. Oh, okay. And he absolutely shit up. So it's like, you know, this celebrity international sports star, like if you're into your field hockey, I think he's maybe not one of the best, but like he's a top player in the top division sort of thing. Got you Coming back and playing for the local team, But like, oh, mate, this is cool, this is cool. And now Petajek's just absolutely usurped him, like just to come in and play play Sunday League hockey as an ex Premiership footballer. It's
0: good though. It's good, but
1: just weird.
0: It is weird. It's very weird. I wonder like because it's a transition. Transitioning from any sport to any other sport is normally not that weird. But to transition to ice hockey just seems very odd. But again, like you say, he wouldn't do it unless he could actually do it. So there's obviously something there.
1: Yeah, like he's he's played before, so...
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Very well, funny.
0: Speaking of strange, Will, have you ever seen anything well, like what Kasperi Kapanen has done? Have you ever seen anything like that before?
1: Suzuki to the blue line, here's Jeff Petrie, fires a shot, another big block by Kasperi Kapanen, he threw a stick at him, threw the broken stick at him, and he'll, that'll be penalised.
0: I don't think Kapanen can believe
1: what he just did, he's sick, and I think it was just a frustrated play by Kapanen but one you can't do he's got half a stick in there and he throws it and this is going to be a penalty shot (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say no I've never seen that before
0: I don't this was such a young this was such a young guy thing just how dare you take a shot (laughs) and it's broken my stick you motherfucker (laughs) and then just chuck it
1: I just that's unbelievable so I'd only as I said to you earlier I'd I'd only watched it today like I've, I've only watched it like an hour ago because I just read about it as, oh, okay, he threw a stick and he got a penalty, whatever. <laughs> the sheer deliberacy.
0: and it's, Yeah, it's the way he does <laughs> it, isn't it? It's the way he does it. His body language you're, and everything as right, he
1: throws it's such it. It's fuck you. How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? It's, I, I, I can't I believe it,
0: more, it. I had it more as a takes a shot, broken stick. Oh, you fucking idiot. And <laughs> just throw, like, like he did it on purpose or something. Oh, thank you very much. As he throws a stick back at him
1: because because when you get it in in writing it's just sort of yeah it sounds like you know because people get penalties for it all the time where they they try to discard it but like it hits a player or something like it's completely accidental or whatever but it's still like it is what it is like it's a it's an automatic penalty sort of thing oh my god amazing
0: rule 53.6 it's an automatic penalty shot and it was it was made worse because obviously the uh, Leafs have been up 4-1 and then that penalty shot ties the game and they go on to lose the game 6-5 so yeah a young man brain fart and it'll be a pub quiz question <laughs> at some point in the future in Canada somewhere
1: I was, I was going to say definitely not on any pub quizzes around here
0: <laughs> no the best thing about it the best thing about it was did you see the gif of Max Domi leaning over the Habs bench you could see the last three words clearly were something, something, something. You fucking idiot, and then a big laugh. <laughs> Which, That's, yeah, it's great.
1: I think it was just our boy Cappy. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. It was
0: great. Let's let's talk about this then. Speaking of people saying stupid things. Quickly touch on the Jim Houston comments.
1: Oh, mate, This is these transitions are working perfectly today, aren't they?
0: I know, I know. Some would say I almost wrote this show down word for word, but honestly, I haven't. I promise. <laughs> I promise.
1: <laughs> sort of scripted. Hold on. What page is this on? Page nine. Uh, yeah, that's it. Jim
0: Houston said something really silly. Not as silly as I first read, as when I went back and listened to it, but still stupid. So he comments Ooh. along the lines of, if Matthew starts playing well and scores some goals what he did in the off-season will be forgotten, like Patrick Kane in 2012. Of course, you think about off-season, Patrick Kane, you then think about the worst thing. But he wasn't talking about that thing. He was talking about when Patrick Kane was hammered at some college somewhere. which oh, Yeah, drunken right?
1: disorderly in Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin, that was it. But if you're going to relate a player to another player who's nothing this stupid in the off-season, don't mention Patrick Kane. Because everyone's first thought is going to be obviously the worst thing that he did
1: when it's related to a, a female a, yeah a, a, an assault uh, yeah considering a woman like it, it's just, to belittle what Matthews did to start with what would he call it a, a little problem he said put a little problem behind you which was just horrendous in the first place and yeah to, to compare it to to Patrick Kane like Patrick Kane has had some redemption like, like he's ever apologized. The last thing I remember, Patrick Kane on on the the rape allegations, is him sitting there like a petulant child in a press conference before, uh, before training camp, with the Blackhawks basically saying, "Yeah, we know we we're aware of the situation, but we don't give a fuck." Um And yeah, to compare to compare a young American star, who has acted in a reprehensible way towards a woman. Again, not to not to equate what Matthews has done to what what Kane was accused of, but the optics are still there. It's just moronic. And uh, and it's, it's really disappointing. Like yeah I don't I don't know anything about Jim Houston personally, but for me like he, he was the voice of the NHL video games growing up, which when I was a young kid was my only link to the sport. So whenever I hear Houston call a game it's like that's that's what hockey sounds like, you know what I mean? And to have him come out and say something as, as short-sighted and ins- insensitive as that is highly disappointing. Highly disappointing. Whether he whether he, you know, he, didn't mean it to the extent that it was interpreted, but you know, even if it's not as bad as the ceiling of how bad that comment could be was, the the floor of how bad it was is still pretty fucking bad.
0: It's all a boys club, dude, isn't it? It just is. Oh, yeah. Like I said two weeks ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just... We, we don't want minorities, and we don't want women, and we yeah. sure as hell don't want LGBTQ people. Do you want to mention what Jack Edwards said as well? <sighs> yeah, the Jack Edwards thing is, is bad, but not as bad as the Jimmy Houston one, I don't think.
0: Agreed. In the moment, I was thinking kind of the same thing. Because I was thinking, well, you can see that uh, Polak goes to... Sh- I can't remember who the Bruins player was now. He goes to shove the Bruins player close to the boards, but the Bruins was player turns Clifton was back. I might be. Mm. And then Polak obviously doesn't turn and hits his head. So at that point in time, you don't know exactly what's wrong. And in the heat of the moment, you're going to say something. Fine. But to then double down on it later on, was there, I was like, that's, oh, Jack, that's really fucking stupid. That's Why the problem. You, you know, after he, after he was stretched off the ice... You just then should say, all right, if he'd have said, if he'd have said, yeah, in the heat of the moment, I was, you know, I was fired up. I said something stupid. Obviously, I didn't mean it. No one would care. But to then double down and be like, well, yeah, I stand by that. It's, it's Bruins stars. It's, it's not even a, anything. It's just a game. It's the first fucking game. Like, what, what it, are you doing?
1: If it wasn't for Tyler Sagan, nobody would care about that fixture at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and to be fair now, I don't think people care about that much that more anyway. Like It's been no, so long.
1: it's This has been the first season that there's been no like, oh Tyler Sagan, he's playing the Bruins. Will he have 45 beers and have a shag? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I say it's not as bad as the Houston things, but it's still a horrendous thing to say. Yeah, it's really and, dumb.
0: <laughs> it's really
1: dumb. Yeah. Like you say the doubling down on it, to, to not even say, you know, best wishes to Roman Polak. In, in a, you know, you played lucky. What well, a cracked sternum Polax ended up with when he could have been paralysed. Just... Yeah, it's just fucking. Life. And and to an extent, heat of the moment or not, like you see the, you see how that collision with the boards looks. Like Jesus Christ. Like and you don't to... you don't even have to look far back in the annals of history to see players I who have been changed by colliding with the boards headfirst.
0: Every week we have to do something like this. It
1: drives me mad. That's the thing. I want to be. I want to be focused on like the ways that the NHL is like shooting itself in the foot with just poor marketing strategies and not knowing how to be a modern sports league and stuff. Not actually doing.
0: Yeah, players (laughs) throwing sticks at each other's feet (laughs) and not being able to play the game properly. Players because they're too skilled and things like that. Not having to retread
1: the same issues of. Sexism, insensitivity, Neanderthalism, and stuff like that. I I, like sports is stupid. I want to get obsessed with the stupid things, not the actual serious social issues that are being reflected by uh, by the people that are involved with the sport. Because Jack Edwards is a is an icon in hockey for yeah, he is. for better or for worse. Like he is. I don't know seventy five percent of the announcers' names in. In the NHL, but i sure as I don't know who Jack Edwards is. Yeah, local Obvi- markets. Yeah, sure not. It, even even on a national stage, like, yeah, I reckon if you yeah, if you point, poll- point. if you poll ten hockey fans, you know, who watch X amount of games a year or whatever, they'll know who Jack Edwards is. He's, he's like John Don Cherry. Like it's, you know, for better or for worse, people know who he is. So he has to understand that yeah, while while his whole shtick is being like a super homer and a bit a bit old school and you know he he loves a loves a good scrap and stuff. When it comes to the seriousness of, you know, someone's livelihood being at stake, you know, wind your neck in. Fucking hell.
0: Yeah, you've got to be smart on that. All right.
1: Can we do 45 minutes on Julius Honka playing back in Finland?
0: <laughs> I saw that today and thought of you. All right, we'll do the signings first, and then we'll do the prediction thing after that.
1: Oh, yeah, but who, who cares about contracts at this time of year, though, is it?
0: Like... <laughs> Like, from... hey, I'm gonna cut this bit out, but I'm, I'm gonna lead in with that. That's a great, that's a great quote, mate. I like that.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being funny, like. So,
0: well, nobody's gonna care about this at this time of year as the season's already started. But there are some signings you have to cover up and get through. Patrick Liney returned back to Winnipeg with his egotistical tail not really between his legs, just happy to be back. Two years, six point seven five, and Kyle Connor gets his long term, seven years at seven point one.
1: To, to be fair, those two are ones that are worth caring about because they're actually, like, they were players without contract. Like, yeah. the ones that I don't care, care about, as soon as the season starts, it's like like the Thomas Chabot signing and, and the the extensions, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you just read them, okay, whatever, carry on, keep scrolling through the timeline. Um, I think Line got more money than I was expecting. <laughs> Not that he doesn't deserve 6.75, but... That's quite a lot for a two-year deal.
0: It is, it is. But if he carries on scoring like he will, what's he averaging? One hundred and ten over three years. What's that? Thirty, about thirty-six a year. Dude, if he keeps averaging thirty, if in if in another two years he's sitting at one hundred and eighty goals, in five years he's going to clean up.
1: Yeah, he sh- Why well, he should? Do. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Like. We will. And they're they're playing him. He's got his wish. He was on line with bloody Shifley and Wheeler the other day. Show off,
0: well, and maybe from their side as well. Takes two years. All right then, put your money where your mouth is, dude. Let's so you can deal on this line.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if you don't well. This is this is the the PK Subban deal, you know, version yes. two when he took that. What, what was it? Two years for seven million total, wasn't something it? Like that,
0: yeah. Something, something like
1: offensive that. like that. Um, I, I find it interesting that Patrick Linea comes back to Winnipeg and then Brian Little suddenly gets injured. <laughs> A weird, uh, weird coincidence that. I huh. How about I, that? Interesting. I don't want to play with Brian Little. Signs a contract. Little goes away. <laughs>
0: in the contract negotiation, Patrick Lino was in the room. Paul Maurice was in the room. There was a crowbar in the room, and there was Brian Little in the room. <laughs> and after it was signed, Brian Little was injured somehow.
1: No, <laughs> uh, Patrick. If you want to, if you want to whack him, you don't have to build a, a fort before you. Shoot him. That's not how. uh <laughs> sorry, oh, very honest. good. Very good. Uh, thank you very right. much.
0: <clears throat> a ripple for that. Fantastic. <laughs> well, that's, a story. that's a story that keeps coming back every now and again, and I keep forgetting who the uh, Patrick Line is, Fortnite champion. The other big one was uh, Miko Rantanen, six years, 9.25. Oh, he, is yeah. officially, he is now officially $3 million better than Nate McKinnon.
1: Uh, yeah, which is uh, probably true really, Nate McKinnon is overpaid, as we all know, so um, very true, very true it's good to see it uh, takes a team friendly deal obviously yeah uh, reasonably so um yeah good good deal what was it eight years six years six years six years nine point two five it's pretty good, that's pretty good there there are certain other wingers in the league that probably should have signed that deal, really, but um got a little bit more than that, so it goes unfortunate for uh for Mr. Dubus. Now,
0: now, now he's being paid that. Him and Mana are gonna be compared. Yeah. If one of them oh. drops off, that will be it. If Ranton has if, Rantanen, <clears throat> if Rantanen has 10 more points than Mana this year, which is say mana has, has 85 points and Ranton has 95 points. They've both done amazing, but then you know what the narrative's is gonna be. You know what it's gonna
1: be. <laughs> Mate, Ranton could have less points than Marna this year, he's still yeah, a a fair bet, point. He's still better value. Oh, yeah, true, true. Because it's, it's not even like either of them drive offence without a star player, you know? Yeah, good point, good point. Not, not to say that they can't, but that's not the role that they've been given. You know, Marner's playing with Tavares, Rantner's playing the majority of his minutes with McKinnon. So, like, to have a player for, what, one and a half million cheaper against the cap who's going to put up either the same amount, if not more points, and and in a lot of ways... Rantanen is is better value because there are less of him on the roster. You know what I mean. With Marta, he's being paid more, and there's Tavares, Matthews, Neilander. To a lesser extent, Johnson and and Kapanen. You know what I mean. Whereas with um with uh with Rantanen, he's clear cut probably the second best player on on that Avalanche team, second best forward at the very least. Yeah,
0: yeah that's true. That's true.
1: So yeah, and plus they haven't got a bunch of other seven million plus contracts sitting around on the books.
0: Cliff extensions, Braden Shen, eight years, six point still. <sighs> Do you know what? I don't hate. I know eight years is long. I don't hate this deal though. I really don't.
1: No, great, great cap hit, great cap hit. Shame Amazing about the. Cap Shame about the uh, the length, but.
0: <sighs> I don't hate. I don't hate that term. Honestly, I don't.
1: Six point seven five million. I know. I know. Braden Shen isn't the play second coming of Jesus, but who who, who would you rather have on your team, Braden Shen or Ryan Johansson? Oh, Braden Shen. There you go. As well, as no, the no, more no, I think I
0: about it, I think he will perform, even when he's into his sort of mid thirties. I mean, the injuries might the injuries might take that toll on him, but he's not. That, he's not like an explosive. It's not like he's going to lose his speed because he hasn't. He's not yeah. like a player.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like he, I, I could see him transitioning well into like a a pricey third line center.
0: Yeah, but but being and being one of those guys, so you're like, wow, he's playing third line minutes, but look at you know, look at what he produces, look what he does for the team. I think he, I think it's a good sneaky deal, and it's amazing that Blues still haven't got a player over seven point five. That's crazy. They've got, I mean, they've got that. They've got this roster locked up. It's good GMing. It is really good GMing to be fair. In a in a market where you would think that. Not that it would be tricky to get people to play there, but it's not glamorous in any way. I know winning the cup helps, but still, I mean, the, the, getting those players to play there on those deals is is very well done. Very well done. Great GMing.
1: I think there's an element of like, like the Blues have been good for a long time. They've not really, you know, scratched at the final or anything for a while, but they've still been a good team for a long time. But they haven't missed the playoffs in however long. And like, I think it's quite a a nice little quiet place to play in a lot of ways like it's like a well run organisation a town where you're not going to get swamped by, by media necessarily you can stay out of the spotlight a bit compared to like Canadian cities or whatever and you're yeah. playing for a good team as well
0: it's like yeah, I think it's if, like... if the
1: Coyotes were really good then they'd have that similar sort of cachet you know what I mean
0: yes it, it's almost it's almost like a massive family club which sounds mm. like a weird thing, like a weird kind of paradox, but it is. it seems like that, that they're all happy to take those deals. Nobody wants to get paid too much. Yeah, it's for the good of the team.
1: And, and you always hear these stories about, like, ex-Blues sticking around in St. Louis. There's got to be something that's keeping all these old Canadians sticking around, isn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, another player sticking around, Alex De Brinkert. Dude, 40-goal scorers are cheap compared to my day. Jesus.
1: How much was his, again, like... <laughs> Six point four. That's ridiculous. That's only for how, how long is it for again? Three years. Oh, three. Uh, yeah. There, there you go. That's not. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, that's that's cheap for a bridge, but it's still only a bridge, so I don't, I don't think it's too bad. I don't know. Like you start screwing you start scoring
0: forty goals in NHL. I tell you.
1: Yeah, it, it My, does sound a uh... bit like he's. Um... I'd be blinking it's, like,
0: blink like... and it's dollar signs. I'd be blinking the dollar signs if, after I scored 40 goals in the NHL. Playing with, in... as, as I messaged you about, I said to you, how many how many of his goals have come from, you know, help from Patrick Kane, basically. And it's not, it's, it's 20, was it 25?
1: And yeah, it's that. You that...
0: had that partnership going last year with Strom as well, which is really something as well. So now he's mm. kind of doing it on his own. 6.4 for 40 goals. Even for three years seems ridiculously cheap.
1: Yeah, it does. Does reek a little bit of oh well, you've only done it once, and oh well, you know you see how much Kevin LeBanks making, so uh, you'll be happy <laughs> with your six point four.
0: I do go back every few months and look at that De brinker partnership at Ayrioners. It's just insane.
1: Oh mate, rent Horrend- the, the what De brinker had like three straight years of fifty goal seasons.
0: It's so the two of them. Four hundred and seventy games, eight hundred and eighteen points. Don't worry about that.
1: (laughs) That's just laughable. I want to say he was. um, I think he was undrafted in the OHL.
0: You're kidding me.
1: I might be making that up.
0: Well, he's one of the classic guys who was taken later on because he was seen to be small in the NHL, wasn't he? He, They got him like the second relic. He's like fifth fifth pick or something like that. They got him because he, you know, he seemed
1: to be small. Yeah, he was uh...
0: scored something like. Five, like you know, he scores like 450 points in something like 180 games or something like that. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, he, he scores tons of goals. He came off a, a yeah, 101 back to back 100 point seasons in the OHL and uh, yeah, still got drafted 39th overall. Yeah, undrafted in the OHL, undrafted despite scoring 111 points in uh 50 games <laughs> at his prep school.
0: Will, Wait. as we know, as Pat Maroon said last year, it's it's a big boy game. I, I can't. I've got to stop referencing that, haven't I?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd prefer it if you did, but it's it's part <laughs> of the zeitgeist now, Dan. So who can who can stop you? Who am I to stop you doing that sort of thing?
0: There was two more signings I wanted to mention. Pick was by the Calgary Flames. I don't know if you saw this or not. They signed the Edmonton Killer, Toby Reader, for one year, seven hundred thousand, and they also signed Zach Ronaldo. Oh, one eight. what seven hundred thousand?
1: What we what we doing? I I did, but I'd forgotten about it as soon as I read it. What are we doing still? Giving this is what I'm talking about, Dan. This is what like, what does Zach Ronaldo possibly give you versus on, okay. any any <laughs> other? Like you could get a kid who's just finished his OHL career or his junior career anywhere undrafted, just sign him to that seven hundred grand deal. And he'll be more of a net positive than Zach Ronaldo will be, without a shadow of a doubt. I don't know. Fuck me. And it's like, it's decent teams who keep giving him contracts. Like, he was playing with the Bruins for a bit. He played for the Predators last year. He's now with the Flames. It's like, what is... Why are we doing this?
0: Well, clearly he's got intangibles, Will. Maybe he's really good in the room. Who knows?
1: (laughs) What they're doing is they're looking at Tom Wilson and saying, well, Tom... Tom Wilson runs people from behind and scores seven goals a season, So, and everyone says he's really good. So we could probably get that out of the Zach Ronaldo, so we'd better sign him. You
0: know what as well? I hope Toby Reader scores 15 goals this year. <laughs>
1: I hope he scores more <laughs> goals than uh, Milan Lucic. Do
0: you want to quickly touch on James Neal, the start he's had?
1: I d- it's funny how um getting power play time with Conor McDavid uh, leads to scoring goals, doesn't it?
0: Leads to goals, yeah, crazy. Really, and, really... To be fair. To be fair, I'm gonna give myself a half pat on the back because we did say it was mad that he went from a goal scoring winger to what happened in Calgary and it maybe just wasn't the right fit. So we did say, maybe a new team, you never know. It might it might work out for him.
1: And and it's I think the
0: first week heart takes, obviously.
1: I think the interesting thing that um Tippett's doing over there, from what I've seen at least, he's he's not loading up the McDavid line, he's loading up the, the Nigel Hopkins line. Like yes. he's generally playing a lot, a lot of Drysdale, Nugent Hopkins, and Neil, which I think is probably a really curious and interesting way to do it. If it's going to work out long term, because the theory being if you if you just leave McDavid with whoever, he's more likely to generate on his own than if you leave like either Drysdale or um, Nugent Hopkins on their own sort of thing. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. I agree.
1: Because like that's a that's a good line there. out Nugent Hopkins, and and James Neil. See so you're almost like, almost leaving Connor as his as the secondary scoring on his own sort of thing. So, like, I I think that could work, and if it does, that's a genius move by Tippett.
0: Alrighty, let's move on to our little predictions. I didn't want to do the same thing every other show is going to do by you know just predicting X, Y, and Z doing what they do. So I wanted to try and change it a little bit. I do want us to pick each division winner, so we'll do that first.
1: Uh, I, I tweeted this out a couple of weeks ago. So I've, I've locked myself in, unfortunately. My predictions are going to be Washington to win the Metro, Tampa Bay to win the Atlantic, Nashville to win the Central, and Vegas to win the Pacific. The only one I'm sort of not sure about is Nashville. Kind of wish I'd picked the Blues, but, but here we are. Those are my four. Who have you got?
0: I'm also not going to change anything I decided a few weeks ago. Um, I didn't tweet these out, but again, I'm locked in. I'm not going to change them and try and be smart and clever because it's hockey and it won't work because no one knows anything. So I went for Tampa, Carolina, Vegas and Colorado.
1: Oh, mate. No. No. No? No, mate. Colorado. Like, everyone needs to get off of the Avalanche's dick, for the love of God. They've still just, <laughs> still just got one line. They've got better depth. It's annoying. you I, I, for
0: that Nashville? Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that.
1: <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's our that last option. Oh, okay, whatever. Was, uh, <laughs> mate,
0: like I just gave you, I just gave you the uh, the verbal version of ca- a captain and stick. Oh, it's... right fine. you pick then, then fine. <laughs> well, bye. Okay.
1: Them then. Bye. Yeah, fine. Who cares? <laughs> that's a that's a brave two brave choices picking the hurricanes and the avalanche. I think.
0: Well, here's the thing again, well, as I always say, if I just pick the same fucking teams as everyone else, who gives a shit? But if I pick two like. They're not even that outside, are they? The fucking hurricanes were what are they hundred
1: points <laughs> last year. Like, it's not... it's not like not like you pick like the Islanders and the and the Wild. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I picked two very good hockey
0: teams who made the playoffs last year, and you're like, "Whoa, these hot takes are way too steamy for me."
1: <laughs> a, you calm yourself down there, sir. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, playing <laughs> professional hockey teams, are you crazy? Whatever next? If I if I choose. If I choose these two teams and I'm right, I look like a smart guy. If I'm wrong, well, I'll you know I wrong with loads of other people.
1: Nah, that's the thing. If I was being brave, I'd have picked Carolina to uh, to win the Metro. But yeah, now nah, I've had enough of people getting all you know blown smoke for for the Avalanche. They're not going to be that good at all. Fair enough.
0: All right, all right. I also wanted to do last year's bad team. Who you think this year is going to be good?
1: Yeah, I couldn't really. I was struggling with this one. I didn't really know who to pick, so I went with Buffalo, and I don't really like it.
0: Can you quantify what good for them will mean this
1: year? Tickle in the playoff spot. Okay. Okay. Better, yeah, you know, better than uh, uh, most improved sort of thing. Which, yeah, as everybody knows, if you're if you're the most improved player, that's yeah, you you suck, but you're trying really hard. <laughs>
0: it's not a bad pick I like I like what they did in the off season they made I like it when a team has a bad season and then makes a ton of changes to try and rectify it rather than just doing the same old shit so yeah it's not a not a terrible choice I I went for the Ducks as a super sleeper (sighs) Uh,
1: yeah yeah I I don't hate that pick
0: and unfortunately like my wildly predictive crazy Hurricanes Avalanche takes the Ducks is kind of everyone's super sleeper pick as that team that may surprise some people and it might You've got Dallas Aikens in there now. Worked with a lot of young players. All these guys already been mentioned, but Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha, I think Ricard, Ricard Raquel's still only 26. Troy Terry, Max Jones, Maxime Comtois, like It's a good young team. Maybe they're going to play for a guy who already knows these players. So there could be something there. And they have, in my opinion, probably the best
1: goalie in the NHL. And and that's the, the problem for me. Like John Gibson played so well last year and it still wasn't enough. <laughs>
0: It's very true. He, and, and these are things like, are they going to ride him to death? To the point where he just falls apart again.
1: Literally loses an arm while he's in the crease. It's,
0: ah, <laughs> He'd bogs. still make the save, though.
1: <laughs> Probably. That arm will just stay in the way.
0: Yeah. On the opposite side of that, obviously, last year's good team, who will be bad this year. What do you got for that?
1: Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, because they're not going to be able to field a lineup for the rest of the season. <laughs>
0: Are they still called the Pittsburgh Penguins now with all these AHL players? I mean, is it even legally right to call them that anymore?
1: No, they're they're the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: <laughs> yeah. Merged. Second second twenty one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, I, um,
0: mate. I've gone I've gone for the Islanders.
1: I don't know if that's fair, really, Dan, because then you're saying that they were actually good last year.
0: Did they or did they not make the second round of the playoffs?
1: It doesn't mean you could though, does it?
0: I'm struggling to quantify what you can classify as good and bad, Will. I don't think you uh, know what those f- phrases mean.
1: There, there was one good team last year and it still wasn't the St. Louis Blues. Uh, it was...
0: <laughs> here's the thing about the Islanders. I don't think they have that desire this year. I know that sounds crazy. A Barry Trott's team, that's probably not something you can only level in them. Last year, there was so much. And here's my first one for the season, folks. Yeah. There was loads of intangibility around that team. You know, the, Tava- the Tavares effect was on. Nobody believes in us. They think we've lost our captain and our best player and we're just going to fall into the shit. Nothing's going to happen. Everyone's just going to pile on us. He's gone. What are we going to do? We've got nothing. Every single player in that team last year and the coaches had something to prove. Even the goalie was playing for something. Robin Lehner, what are you worth? Pff, I will we'll give you one and a half million. No one else is touching him. And he goes, yeah, all right, fine. I'll fucking take it then. But I'll show you. I'll earn my next contract. Every other player was feeling the same thing. But what like what do you have they got to play for now? Seriously. You can't claim that again. You can't get that kind of streak going again. Even even Varlamov, he might have a, a decent season, but he's got a four year, five million dollar contract. What's he playing for? More security? No, it doesn't work like that. So I just think they've lost that c I think they just
1: lost that kind of intangible mojo. So what you're saying is <laughs>
0: Do you know what? I hate it when I make a passionate point like that that I've thought out, and then you come back with like a little bit of silence and then, so, Dan, here's what I think. <laughs> I just know you're going to burn me. I know you're going to kill me now, aren't you? <laughs> I
1: don't, Dan, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm not trying okay. to kill you. I just hope it doesn't come across that I haven't been listening because I've been thinking about what I want to say, which is <laughs> absolutely what's been happening. <laughs> what, what you've told me there, Dan, is that if the Islanders are bad this year... It's uh it's all Anders Lee's fault for re-signing with the team. <laughs> what he should it have is. done, he should have gone to someone else in free agency so they had the ability to say, Oh, fucking first Johnny now, Anders Lee oh.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's what should have happened. Then it'd be
1: then it'd be good again. Then it'd be good again. It's a shame what they need to do is keep getting the best players so they have something to play for.
0: <laughs> Which team is gonna St. Louis blues it this year? And by that I don't mean win the cup. <laughs> but be the team that makes the surge from nowhere into the playoffs. I'm
1: going to say the Flames for no other reason than them hanging their hats on me and I, and I can't even make sense of that. But okay, it's, it's like how how can you predict this sort of thing? Not that I'm against making these predictions, but how can you predict a team that's going to be bad? And then can we revisit this in like eight weeks or what? in November? Yeah said so that we've actually got teams that are bad to make a prediction of right who's who's in a bad position now because at the moment what we're three four games into the season max I would have said the sharks but they're probably just going to win like the next fifty games in a row you know what I mean yeah. we haven't got a uh, we haven't got a baseline to pick the teams from
0: fair point but I guess. In the sense of early stroke preseason predictions dictate, we have to do them early stroke preseason.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So for today, I'll say Calgary. But <laughs> okay, okay. Come come November when we've actually got teams that are lower in the standings than others, I will make a, a an educated pick.
0: Do you know what mine was mine was mine was educated? I went for the Penguins, and I'll tell you why, it's because they did this this time last year, but not as late as the Blues. They were near the bottom. I'm sure they were either bottom or near the bottom of the entire league in or around early December or maybe middle of November. I'm sure they were. And I think if it happens again this year, I then think Rutherford would be like, right, that's it. I am selling the farm. Every single pick is going on a player and I want to just get in there once more. And I thought that was maybe like how it was going to... Obviously, again, it's a crazy prediction because we're three, four games in, but I thought it would be the Penguins for that reason.
1: You uh, you don't think they could, then? No.
0: I don't. Just think they've just. I think. I think this is. If it's not, I. I think they've got. One, I think this is their last season. If you're asking me now, a crazy, ridiculous early next season prediction, then I would pick the Penguins next season. But I think this season, I think they just make it. I think they'll just make it in. Maybe if it's probably as a wild card. Yeah, but, uh, just
1: squeak in like I, I did think they'll last squeak
0: year. In. Because I think I think if they, if if they miss anything this year. Then Rutherford knows that's it, and then like, because like, obviously, like the brush put together, the defense, all that kind of thing. He's already trying to shop around Jack Johnson. He'll pull something out of his ass because he always does. He'll find a way to get rid of Jack Johnson. He it will cost him, but he will do it because he's not scared to do it. And I think he would probably do it again. Um, I think just you know just to make the playoffs one last time before he gets the before he gets the boot.
1: Yeah, I can I can see that. I thought that's that's some sound reasoning behind that very wrong take.
0: Yay! I'll take it. 50-50, but it's a, a glass-half-full take, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it. Who would be your wild pick to win the Cup out of nowhere?
1: I, I don't know if this is that wild as a, as a wild card pick, but I'm going to go for the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, you know you're joking. I mean, I'm going to go for uh, for uh, for the Hurricanes. So you're not... It's, I don't think yeah. it's that
0: wild, but... wow. So you're going for that team that made the, made the conference final last year, Will. Wow.
1: Oh, I, this, is, this is it. You're so small-minded, Dan. Like making... and, we don't, and, we don't get,
0: and we don't get paid for this, you say? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mate, making the conference final doesn't mean you're one of the top four teams in hockey. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're any really good. It's all luck. While, it's I all... Agree,
0: while I agree completely with that statement... I'll defend to the death the jokes I will make about that statement
1: oh please do please yeah. like yeah it's not I'm not I'm not picking in the Panthers or the Canadians or whatever but that's because I can't see him winning the cup I think it's still too it's still too early to crown Carolina a great team yet. you know what I mean
0: here's the thing I like with Carolina they got to the Cromwell's final last year again doesn't really mean anything this year but they've not got worse over the off season have they <laughs> I don't. I don't like, know if you've heard. Dan. Some people would say they've got better,
1: and you are like, "Well, that's it." I did you time. I, I I don't know if you've heard Dan about. There was this team in 2017, right? Yeah, go on, go on. They were. I don't know if they still exist. They're called the Ottawa Senators. They They All were right. in the conference <laughs> final. And we're um, not
0: talking about. We're not talking. About...
1: They were one goal away from the Stanley Cup final, and now, Dan, would you believe it? that they've gone from such dizzy heights to actually being the laughing stock in the league. A crazy, I know, mental story, you couldn't make it up. Uh, but that's why I don't really put all that much stock in a team that hadn't made the postseason for ten years suddenly going to the conference final.
0: Well I'll tell you what, when Dougie Hamilton's misses, which is death on Sebastian Ajo's misses, you might have something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until then I'm ridiculing that take.
1: I'd I'd mate it's, it's more of a wildcard pick than pick the Tampa Bay Lightning. No? Yeah, but... <laughs> there were at least five teams I'd have ahead of the Hurricanes as favourites to win the Cup.
0: That's fine, but still.
1: My, my other choice was going to be the Leafs, which which would have been worse.
0: Neither's good. Mate, I picked the Flyers last year, and they didn't so, Daniel, the
1: bloody playoff, so forgive I'm tied me. I'm to a chair. So,
0: Daniel, would you rather I sword off your arm or your leg? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> It was either like the
1: Hurricanes or the leaves. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's really a comparable anecdote. Like the spirit of that anecdote uh, analogy is uh, <laughs> it's not the same at all. It's not the same theme.
0: I've said this once and I'll say it again. I sometimes think you've never seen hockey. I sometimes <laughs> think this is part of some long con you've got with me. Where I just said to you one day, do you want to do a hockey podcast? And you thought, all right, yeah. And then I did it, and you were like, oh shit,
1: I'm in this now. I better do it. All I do is read 31 thoughts once a week and, uh, <laughs> and then just spitball it from there. Just, it's like copying mate's homework.
0: You just change a few words. It's totally different, sir. I didn't do it on, I didn't copy his homework, I promise. I'm,
1: a, I'm, I'm like a team that's gone full analytics. Like, I've never actually watched a game. I just look at I just look at stats and then form all my opinions. from there. I don't, don't even look at like the scores or really. anything. <laughs> Just yeah. Oh well. Uh, Nick Shaw had a uh, positive coursey rattle, so uh, he must be probably the best player in the world. It
0: turns out Luke Glendenning is the best
1: player in the world I'm very disappointed to be having to stand my ground here, but yes, Luke Glendenning is the best player in the world. So don't actually cuss him out ever again. Uh, no.
0: Hey, if, if friend of the show, Micah McCurdy, says it, I believe
1: it to be true. <laughs> I, I trust
0: knew... a Cambridge. I trust a Cambridge graduate implicitly.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to get back on just to talk about Luke Glenn anymore.
0: yeah we do Christ okay so your team isn't going to win the cup who would you want to see win it uh,
1: there's only one pick for this Dan and it's the Lightning anyone who doesn't want the Lightning to win at this point is a fucking idiot
0: well call me Mr Idiot <laughs> actually Mr Idiot is my father please call me Daniel Idiot but,
1: uh, Idiot Junior so um, yeah
0: I'm like... Idiot the second <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they're so good and why don't why wouldn't you want a good team to win?
0: I can't remember if this was at the start of the show or even not on the show. But did we not say, combined before, that when bad things are happening to teams, we like to see those things keep on happening. Yeah, but this isn't that bad. I don't want the Lightning to ever win the cup. I don't at this point, no. At this point it's way funnier oh, if they never win sakes.
1: it. Like, you said exactly this before. No, that about was talking injuries, about injuries will Yeah that was that's was going kind of... Of all four yeah, players getting funny. injured. This is serious. Don't, yeah, don't be horrible to teams. Don't be, don't be horrible to corporate <laughs> entities that uh, deserve yeah. their their big bit of silverware, Dan. God, that's a completely different <laughs> kettle kind of fish. I just think it's like I want Real Madrid to be good. You know what I mean?
0: Dude, you're... Oh, my God. That makes me icky.
1: Well, you don't want You don't want to watch great players play great hockey. Like, I want to watch... Tampa Bay Lightning win the cup by scoring like a thousand highlight real goals on the way. Rather that than than Pat Maroon fucking thumbing his way to a Stanley Cup by punching people in the face. Like, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to reward that nonsense. In your perfect world, Dan, Zach Ronaldo scores a cup winning goal off of his ball you, bag. You
0: disappoint me, young William. Because what you've done here is you've made the classic... You've made the classic capital mistake of letting your blinding youth overcome any mental facets <laughs> that, you have.
1: My blinding youth. That is very offensive Which is by assuming, to a visually impaired want
0: By assuming I don't want the lightning to win the cup, I obviously want... The fucking 73 Flyers like, <laughs> or something like that to win the cup. What I know?
1: The fucking Dave Schultz back from... Before
0: you've, <laughs> even, before you've even heard my side, you're just assuming I want some knuckle-dragging Neanderthal base jam opponent team to come and destroy <laughs> the everyone monsters. before them. Knocking out more teeth than they score goals.
1: Okay. And that's not the case at all. Can I, can I just quickly interject <laughs> and point out Point out how transparent this setup is for you to say. And yes, I want Mike Tyson to win the two thousand and twenty Stanley Cup. I want, I want bloody um Tyson Fury to win the cup. Well, you see, well, here's the thing, then, because I'm going to surprise you,
0: because I want the Carolina Hurricanes to win the cup. Hey, if my team doesn't win the cup, great young team, play the game with fun. Storm Surge is back. I'm happy. Great blue line. Love that blue line. Love their young forwards and the way they play. Hockey purists fucking hate them, which makes me love them even more. And what's not to love? As we said last year, if they win the Stanley Cup and they fucking go bowling with it on Centre Ice or something, or they do some funky dance around it or something, I want to see a Stanley Cup storm surge. That would be the best thing ever, ever.
1: I just want to see Dougie Hamilton like really awkwardly hump it at Centre Ice.
0: He's, you know, he'd like he'd take it on a day out to a museum or something,
1: just for love <laughs> Oh yeah, deliberately just to play up to the uh, to the stereotype. I, I, yeah, of and course, of course. I can see it now, the, the Hurricanes Twitter, ha- Twitter account. You know, send out a picture of him sitting and looking at some some painting. I was trying to think of a painter. <laughs> but I can only think of Mozart, and he's not even a painter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, could there you hear. Go. I could hear your brain, then. I could <laughs> hear
1: just Why is he oh, in shit. a museum? Oh, I'm painting? Think...
0: Who's a painter? Oh
1: there's one guy I've got in my head that I can't on? I can't think Van Gogh, you only know get a really clear Mane yeah maybe it's Mane I'm uh, Dali, thinking of Dali, yeah Rembrandt yeah. Rembrandt Rembrandt's who I was genuinely who I was, who I was who I was trying to think of but uh, but couldn't think of look at that culture yeah. coming from me <laughs> so yeah it's, it's Dougie Hammond the Stanley Cup looking at a Mozart painting it's beautiful Rembrandt um, <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful Mozart sculpture <laughs>
0: Yeah, a beautiful uh, Mozart light installation,
1: <laughs> a, a brutalist Mozart building. I I said, I said, I oh, a, that's I a do... reasonable one pick.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. I just realised I didn't do my wild pick, did I? My crazy. I was too busy.
1: No, you did. Your well, cause my, because my my pick one. wasn't wasn't wild enough. Who's who's your wild coloured pick going to be? The the British and Irish Lions. Now
0: we see. i am feeling some hostility towards myself this week. Will. it's that's it's really... not nice. I. This is online. This is a live recording of online bullying. That's what this is. I'm not happy. <laughs>
1: it's going to be evidence in a court proceeding.
0: Yeah, I'll be referring you to the two bits one pot HR team. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, my pick, my pick is the uh, my pick's the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs>
1: Dan, I've I've been down that road. <laughs> it doesn't end well. <laughs> I almost wanted to pick it the again thing. this year, but Kevin Hayes doesn't move me, the needle me. enough for me.
0: Let me just, let me just again, you know, as before. Now, this is obviously, this is obviously Carter Hart dependent. Because if he, he just has to have a decent season and they'll be there or thereabouts. Once you get to the playoffs, anybody's ball game. So we all know that. We've said this a million times. Flyers have a good roster. Is it the best roster? Probably not. But it is a decent roster with good players on it. They should be better than they are. And now as well, I get it. King Adora. The three-headed monster is in effect. It's funny for jokes and everything. Maybe there's something there. Maybe a new coach come look at the Islanders last year. They didn't even change anything. Just kept Ev on there, Stood Pat, lost their best player, which at least the Flyers have upgraded somewhat. Kevin Hayes' contract was not great, but they have at least improved in the off-season. And that division they're in, dude, it is wide open, I think. I think it's wide open.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst pick, but they're not going to make the playoffs, so it'll be it'll be a moot point come March.
0: You see now, you, now, you, now you're making me want to ask you who makes the playoffs out of that division.
1: Washington, Carolina. Oh, shit, I've I've hated on too many teams in this division already. Oh, you um, see. <clears throat> Devils, the Rangers. Oh, yeah, Devils, Rangers, Isles, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Philly. Uh, oh Philly. shit! I don't know. What I mean?
0: Once you get past Gosh, Washington, I Carolina, I, I really think it's a, once you get past Washington, Carolina, I really think it's a crapshoot.
1: I really do. Shit, I think you might be right. I think it's going to be Washington, Carolina, and Philly.
0: You couldn't hear that, folks, but I just did a little, huh? Little uh, little face there,
1: um, bastard. Yeah, right. I'll give you that. They'll probably be in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Look at this. Second to last, who which team finishes lower than Eugene Malnick's bank balance, and you can't pick the Sens.
1: I'm gonna say the Red Wings. Okay, who have I you that's got? A good
0: choice. I so. for the Kings.
1: Yeah, that was that was my other. I mean, in our range, but I just think the the Wings are going to more actively sell than the Kings will. So I think they'll end up like they'll probably ship Jimmy Howard out. I'd imagine uh, maybe. Good point. Good point. And you know just they, I think they've got a bunch of UFA's on their team. If memory serves. Um, you know as
0: well. I think the Kings would maybe like to sell, but nobody wants what they've got, <laughs> or they're too expensive. Yeah, that, so that's like, the thing. They can't if they want. They can't sell if they want to.
1: Like the Kings will sell off next year, but this year they haven't really got the the chips for it. So, so I think they'll just do better by default. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Do you know the average age at the? Do you know what the average age is at the supposed? The six best supposed players on the Kings, the average age of those six players?
1: Is it 34?
0: Oh, it's very close. Yeah, it's
1: 33. That's still very bad. So, who yeah, are those six? Kopitar, Doughty, uh, Carter, Kovalchuk, Kovalchuk. Quick, Brown. <laughs> Dustin Brown. Jesus what? Christ. I said
0: supposed. I said supposed <laughs> yeah, yeah. six best players. Yeah, you that's the me. thing.
1: But then, even then, like, Tyler Foley hasn't exactly been good in the last few years, has he?
0: Exactly, exactly. And
1: Alec Martinez is is not a bad player, but he's not great. So yeah.
0: To be fair, I think both yeah, both decent choices. But I see what yeah. you're saying though. I think yeah, you're probably right on that one.
1: Yeah, like, there'll be yeah. more there'll be more deliberacy in the wings being bad rather than the Kings just accidentally being not awful. I firmly believe the Kings will be in the bottom three still. Oh for sure, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt.
0: Okay, and then last one, your your genuine cup pick. In the first week of the season.
1: Like, I'm getting a bit bored of it, but it's just it's just happening by lightning. You can't I know I know that there were obviously troubles last year in the uh, in the playoffs. How can you look at that roster and and say that they're not gonna be cup picks still?
0: I don't know. I don't think it's this year. Do you know what I'm going back to it? I keep <laughs> in, got my, head, it a bit in my head. In my yeah. They need to lose a bit more <laughs> before they can win. In my head, I just keep going back to the Caps and how it was the year that nobody thought they had any chance. Yeah, And they still true. won their division and nobody picked them. And that was it then. They were fine. Every year, everyone was like, well, this has to be the year, right? Isn't this the year? Next year. Doesn't this have to be the year? Oh my God, lost to the Penguins again. Next year. You're kidding, right? This has to be the year. Next year, down to into Columbus. Ha, <laughs> jokes, lol. Caps got going out already. Like, you're hilarious. And then that's it. And I just, I just, I don't know. I've just got this weird feeling. I've got this weird feeling. It's going to be on no. It's going to be when nobody expects it for some reason. I know that sounds weird because they've got such a good roster. And they, next year they'll do the same thing again. They'll have all these. Oh, you never know how they can man, how they're going to manage the money and all that kind of thing. And they'll do it and they'll be fine. And everyone's going to probably pick them again next year. I just I just think it's going to be a time when nobody thinks they're going to win it is when they're going to win it.
1: Yeah, I I, I get you. That yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's logical there enough is for me.
0: There is something weird there. There is something weird there. Like something in the playoffs about that team and 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 this is the thing i hey my second mention of the year it's that intangible thing in the playoffs where part of it is mental like stamkos's record in the playoffs or i think or in game 7s or something like that is like it's terrible it's terrible almost yep. like that was kind of he has to kind of start delivering when it really matters and well i mean they all do but him especially
1: yeah there's definitely something off with this lightning team but then you like you say you never know when it's going to happen yeah we never know when it's oh, going no, to
0: happen So I went for sorry Go on.
1: no no oh, I, yeah, I, I was I just going to for... sigh
0: get your sigh ready before I pick my team <sighs> <laughs> well I'm going to pick the uh, I'm going to pick the Boston Bruins
1: oh Jesus Christ Dan come on that's I'm, very... not only oh, I'm only
0: kidding <laughs> I'm only kidding that's very uncouth <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. No, not at all. I've. I've. Again, it's a trendy pick, but they should be at the top. I'm going for Vegas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's reasonable. I mean, yeah. It's there's nothing wrong with uh, with picking a team that has Mark Stone on their second line. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I
0: know. Yeah. A very, very good team. A very good team. I get it's question marks over the D, but the D. What what they do and how they work as a team it hasn't made any. It hasn't given them any problems so far. So I don't see why it should again. I can't, yeah. I can't see any reason why they're not going to be there. They're about again, and again. Once you get to the playoffs, just get to the playoffs. That's all you got to do. Just get there. You never know, dear. That's you know. As as we said last year, the two teams that got to the final were both one game away from being eliminated. You, you know, you never know. So
1: that's the thing. And like for the D, like Theodore is going from strength to strength. Like this could absolutely be the year that he finally looks like is or rather is accepted as the number one D that he could potentially be. And his little X factors like Cody Glass is probably gonna have a wonderful year. Like he's been absolutely dominating the last few years in junior. And now he's playing on a line with Max Patriotti and Mark Stone. Like what? I should say
0: this Stone Patriot line. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> which which as much as that's gonna be like a massive boon for him, like that is a real testament to how good this kid is. That they're going to put yeah. in between those two players in such an important position, and, I, it, will,
0: and it will only make him better already. It, like as good as he's already, yeah. it will just make him even better still.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I think, yeah, they're going to be a better team than they were last year, and as they've already demonstrated by decimating the Caps in the first few games. Uh, sorry, the Sharks in the first few games of the season. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Scary shit.
0: There we go then. All right, we got there in the end. We finish off, will, with our new. Season-long competition. Will every season I pit you against a random foe in a prediction contest. So, so far you have lost to a PS4 over the season and a coin. But I think this year should be your year, as you are pitting against my eight-year-old
1: daughter. Hey, Will! You schmuck! You're gonna get roasted
0: by an eight-year-old, you fool!
1: This is just getting so disrespectful. <laughs>
0: Dude at some point we're gonna to go to a light my neighbour's cat and get it to like touch a piece of like,
1: paper. Oh mitzi picks of ruins. <laughs> Just a rock. Like you bounce a rock on the floor. Uh <laughs> the rock picks.
0: <laughs> oh you can, I've got three more years of ideas now. This is great. I I did ask my daughter tonight what her picks were, so they are down. If if you're happy with this, we, we shall go ahead. I
1: I think I have to be really, don't I? I, I don't have all I don't have as much of a choice in this uh, situation as you're making out.
0: No, that's true. And when the show goes up as well, can you make sure you listen to the little soundbite I've got <laughs> before, before this segment's introduced?
1: Is this a pre-recording of your daughter? Oh, of course it is. It is.
0: Yeah. And it'll be on. And it'll be on every week. It'll be on every week
1: until the the cut I'm uh, I'm ends. thoroughly excited.
0: So, very simply, one point if you get the right team to win. First game, Leafs-Lightning.
1: Oh, shit. Brad, that is a real toughie. Only Leafs because the lightning are imploding at the moment, even though they're going to win the Cup. Even
0: though <laughs> <laughs> they're going to win the Cup. Blackhawk-Sharks. Oh, shit.
1: Fucking hell. Even that's hard. It has got. It has to be the Sharks.
0: Exactly. I've got to turn about it. <laughs> Hurricanes-Islanders. Uh,
1: the Canes. Yeah, the Canes.
0: Bruins-Devils. Oh, the
1: Bruins. Devils are playing awfully.
0: Sabres-Star.
1: fucking arsehole. When are they playing? That's the that's Monday, isn't it? Yes, Mond- Monday. Oh, Monday, matinee, Sabers.
0: Fair enough. I was gonna I was gonna try and get uh, Georgia to sort of essentially put. I was gonna put her picks in every week, like just before yours, and her say them. But that's just a logistical nightmare. Just like, honestly, it took us like half an hour to get maybe a fifteen second <laughs> audio bit. Because she wouldn't say the right thing, or she kept saying, "Well, can I say this?" Like, "Yeah, try that," and like I just had to keep getting her to trying to say things, and I just thought, "I just haven't got the time to do this," so I'm just going to ha- ask her to do it, and then I'll just put them in for her. It's fine. But uh, okay, there we go. Thank you for listening, folks. Next week in interview, we have a, a special another guest on, somebody who shares my joy in the soulless, lifeless beauty of a one-nil hockey game. So <laughs> please look forward to that. The talk was much more exciting than a one-nil hockey game, but uh, yeah, look out for that one. Well. Any last words
1: um no let's uh yes <laughs> no, I don't he says before proceeding to to have a monologue about the state of the n h l no uh new seasons for us people what more could we be excited for it's um yeah, it's gonna be a good year, like I can't believe we're we're on season three of this stupid podcast and we got people who are. D- interested in listening and all that nonsense so thank you everyone who's been with us so far and everyone who's going to be with us to the future uh again as we ask maybe once every three months when we remember to please rate us on itunes leave a little review subscribe wherever you're listening if it's a google podcast whatever it might be like if you can just do what you can to to improve our profile then we can do more
0: Exactly. That's always been the idea. It's always been the idea to give you guys, as I am well aware in my job, something to pass your time of day at work. Something to give you, something to look forward to. Two idiots talking. Maybe make you chuckle. Maybe make you smile. Have a little laugh. So yeah, if you get a chance, please do rate, review, and As as rate. we were saying, uh, yeah, sorry, we as go. we were
1: saying earlier in the podcast, or as I was saying earlier in the podcast, we will guarantee you more hockey content. But I promise there will be no. Oh, well, we're three games in, so uh, oh, the the Calgary Flames haven't scored more than one goal a game. Do they know how to score goals anymore? Uh, no, it would be much, yeah, much exactly. stupider than that. And that's all we want out of life, <laughs> isn't it?
0: It is. Wise words. All right, take care. Peace. Watching.